When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hey, hi, hi, it's us. It's Tuesday, May 8th. Welcome to the show, the Colleen and Bradley show. Uh, we always start the show with three things we think you need to hear so you can be in the know today on My Talk 1071. We stream live at MyTalk1071.com. We're doing everything entertainment. I'm Colleen Lindstrom. That is Bradley Trainer. Yes, and it is. we call those three things your three at 12.03. Give me three! You got it! It's the three. I'll need three things at 12.03. Three. That's a magic number. They're going to be talking about three things. Three. It is. It's the magic number. What does it all mean? And here it is behind door number one. I brought this special for you. Oh, thank you. I know. Gifts. I know how much you love Phil Collins and how excited oh, you are that God. he's You did it yesterday with the tour. damn horses. And today, oh, look, another horse of a different breed. breed. So <laughs> Phil Collins is going on tour. He'll be here October 21st. Thank you at the Target Center. I cannot wait. This is literally something we need to hear today. Yes. Why? Knock it off. So, you know, Phil Collins, he's a drummer. He's a percussionist. I didn't know that, actually. Because I don't know anything about Phil Collins other than uh, that one song. Which one? Um, Doesn't matter. Turns out, I don't know what that was, his son will be playing the drums for this concert tour. Oh, that's cute. It's kind of like, uh, you know, like a Fuller House deal. A little bit. Yeah. And you may wonder, how good is his son at drums? Not probably that good. Well, how about you listen and then you tell me? Okay. All right. I don't know what that means. Um, I think Holly would actually do better than that. Don't you? Holly, would you like to weigh in on that? I'd have to practice a little bit. She could totally do it. I'm just saying Phil Collins' son, woo. It's only because he's... It's like a little Liza Minnelli situation. Although, I will say Liza Minnelli, incredible talent. Love her. But I feel like if you're Phil Collins' kid... um, I don't know anything about drums, though. Was that really amazing? I mean... It was not, I I couldn't do it. Let's just put it that way. Listen, here's the, the, the finer point is this. Phil Collins doing his first tour in 12 years. That is a big deal. I will give you that. It's a huge deal. And for uh, we Phil Collins fans, the opportunity to see him. Both of you. 
You know I just do this because it gives you a hard time. Yes, I know. It's not because I independently have some disdain for Phil Collins. I just whenever I think genius. You, but you say that and you go, here's what Colleen always says about Phil Collins, okay? Um I'm gonna I feel like I have to stop pretending. How do you word I'm it? tired of pretending, pretending that, that Phil, Phil Collins, Collins isn't some, some kind of musical genius. genius. Yeah. Which, okay, you say that once, fine, but right. all, that's all you ever say, which means you think he's a musical genius, yes. which is awesome. But when I think of Phil Collins, here's what I think of. Relaxing, nice, easygoing, uh, light. What do they call that? Light. You know, they have radio stations with that on, where they play light, light music, music. Light FM, mm-hmm. something, right? Yeah, I get it. I get what you're saying. It just doesn't move my soul. You you have to listen with new ears. And that's what I mean by I want people to recognize what a musical genius Phil Collins is. Maybe we should do a segment called Make Bradley Give a Crap About Phil Collins. You could do that. You could find your best musical bits of Phil Collins and make me care. I mean, I love Sticks. Do you? I do. Yeah, Sticks is pretty awesome. Oh my God, Sticks. Sticks. Holly. And Ario Speedwagon okay, and Concert will tell blow you the, your mind. Can I tell you the truth? Because now we're going off in left field, but I feel like really quickly we should go. Yeah, let's because go there. You can thank Phil Collins for this. Thank you, Phil Collins. Um, even though so he's much. not related. But I listened to this like hoity-toity podcast where they, they, they're like, what's your guilty? At the end of this hoity-toity, very intellectual conversation that's actually quite fascinating to listen to, they'll go, and now it's time for a guilty pleasure. And they'll have someone come on who's like kind of smart. You know, people that we know, like mm-hmm. we probably went to school with them and they're like, they feel like they're very, you know, mm, yeah. I read all the right books. Mm-hmm. I listen to all the good music. Mm-hmm. And um, he's like, my guilty pleasure is sticks. And then they started playing sticks and he talks about like the why it's such a great guilty pleasure and how it's so simple and it's so uncomplicated. And I'm like, it's just good music, it man. Good. It's good music doesn't have to make sense. See, that's how I feel and about Phil Collins. And then I listen to Come Sail Away like 50 oh, times. I feel like, Bradley, if you really listened to a Phil Collins album, you would be a fan. Okay, Seriously. well, educate me. I'm, no I'm jacket giving required. you the challenge. Front to back is the best. Okay, fine. Uh, Guess what? What? No jacket required front to back? Okay. No jacket required, comma, from front to back, meaning okay. the whole album <laughs> is good. Okay. And we will do that tomorrow. Okay, I like I'm going to share this with Let's you. Let's do it. Because I want you to understand mm-hmm. the love. Oh, that's good. Okay, stick a pin in that. Behind door number two. Let's see what we've got. Mm. Mm. Whoops, I did these out of order, but you know what? That's fine. We're going to talk about it right now. You know what Steve did? Yeah. You know what Steve did yesterday? It's not out of order. This is what we're doing. Oh, okay. You know what Steve <laughs> did yesterday? Yes, I do. The whole world does. Don and Steve. Well, in case you missed it, Steve, who's on a juice cleanse alongside his uh, co-host Donna from the Nine to Noon show, from the Nine to Noon show, on his three p.m. TV show, ate food. He yeah. ate food. I would like to remind you, they're not supposed to eat food. They're on a three-day cleanse. They're on a three-day cleanse. They're not supposed to be chewing anything. This is the first. This is what happened prior to the very first bite. Come here, baby. Oh, 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 here we go. <laughs> Right. You are oh, in it's about to get romantic up in here. That is Steve being hand fed by the one and only Paula Dean. Paula Dean, y'all. Paula Dean. I say. Put food in Steve's, and he's going to try to tell you that he didn't go willingly into this chewing experience, oh, but it is not true. 
Yeah. Um, there are so many, there are so many things to talk about. We're going to talk about it uh, throughout the show today. Don't you worry. Mm-hmm. We have not dropped the ball on this. We started out with the premise that Donna and Steve from the nine to noon show, their juice cleanse was a bunch of hooey, fake science and oh, also borderline culty. Uh, and then we find out very quickly that there's no stamina Mm-hmm. in this group Mm-mm. and uh Mm-mm. then they got all these weird excuses there's there's lots going on yeah, that we yeah. will share with you later in the show it's very thin so if you need somebody to you know feel better about yourself with enjoy here's what we have for you behind door number three. Oh, did you know the met gal i know everybody's talking about juice gate 2018 but actually in the world of pop culture and the the uh, entertainment biz. Everybody's talking about that Met Gala. Mm-hmm. But I was over here only paying attention to a few things. One of them being Madonna, because I would just like to remind you that the Met Gala has a theme every year. This theme was like uh, religious artwork and um, the Catholic Church or some dumb thing. But um, more on that later. Listen, listen to a little bit of Madonna chatting with one uh, lucky interviewer. The angel of the evening, may I be blessed with your presence? May I? Oh, thank you. You look uh, phenomenal. Thank you, and thank you to Jean-Paul, who dressed me. This is not the first time I've come (laughs) dressed. I mean, when I first started, I was covered in rosaries, so nothing's changed, really. Religious themes have always been a part of my work and always inspired me and everything that I do my music my creativity the, the way I dress this theme is just everything for you tonight this is your tonight night I feel so close to God it's like a prayer I've been yeah. praying for this moment I'll yes. tell you that thank you all so much sure. thank you have an amazing night no I did not just talk to Madonna no I did not talk to Madonna I love um, that interviewer, by the way, Liza Koshy. <laughs> She's just like, I just talked to Madonna. That's exactly how I would be. And she she held her own and did quite a wonderful interview. And uh, Madonna looked fabulous. She was not, her butt wasn't hanging out. Mm-mm. She um, was there with Jean-Paul Gaultier. Well, I think she was, I mean, she... She's right. Like, this was not necessarily a departure from the Madonna, especially in early days that we've known. And so this probably felt really comfortable to her. So she didn't feel like she needed to let her butt hang out. Yeah. Well, and as she said, you know, religious themes have always been a part of her uh, music. And her name is Madonna, for goodness sake. Hello. In and of itself. Um, Go in peace. And she she uh, she looked kind of dowagery. Holly, what did you who what did they say about her? Somebody said looked like a Sicilian dowagess. Yeah, exactly. So <laughs> and she does. She looks like she's you know in mourning. But um, I thought she looked fabulous, and she's Madonna. And can you just imagine? I I just appreciated also the moment of um, the woman interviewing her. Like I am going to do my job, but I just want you to understand <laughs> that I'm interviewing Madonna. And the last few words that are. Oh, she just melts down on camera for Vogue. It's fabulous. We've all done it. We've got lots of other uh, Met Gala conversations to have later, so don't you worry. We've got it all. Yes, we are your go-to for all things Juice Cleanse and Met Gala, but Mm -hmm. we are also your go-to for all things Dirt Alert, and Elizabeth Reese will be bringing all the dirt from Hollywood in with the Dirt Alert after this on My Talk 107. This is a My Talk Dirt Alert. Elizabeth Reese is here and she's brought all of the dirt from Hollywood and from the Twin Cities live set. Hi, sweetie. Where Steve 
was hand-fed by Paula Dean yesterday. He was. I just saw him in the studio or in the um, Twin Cities Live office just holding a massive, like those Ziploc Tupperware containers filled with vegetables that I have a feeling he's going to blend in the office. Yeah, he's going to make you think he's blending. But um, at this point, he's gotten their producer on the (laughs) 9 to Noon show to eat. I mean, Donna... It's only a matter of time. Mm-hmm. Donna is strong, though. If any, I mean, I feel like Donna might just. I think them caving will make her want to cave less. If this was a competition, she'd win. Because then what'll happen is she can hold this over their heads mm-hmm. for the rest of time. If she can smart. always be like, no, guys, we're doing it this way. Why? Because you failed at the juice cleanse mm-hmm. and I crushed it. Yeah, there you go. No, like guys, every I'm good right. Woman yeah. It's knows all, how to hold a grudge. Exactly. What is um, Dwight Schrute mm-hmm. from The Office says the two flaws of women. Long memories and weak arms. <laughs> <laughs> Bingo wings. Oh, I love funny. it. My husband reminds me of that regularly. Okay, <laughs> let's talk about the Met Gala. I have a few little tidbits. I know we've been talking about it all day. The pictures have been very fun to look at all of the fantastic over-the-top costumes that all the stars were wearing. Thank uh, you for saying that, by the way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're costumes. costumes. Thank you for saying that, because a lot of people have been acting like this is something that, you know, people would go out in the world and wear. No, these are costumes. Thank that's you. what It's, it's like a, a she costume, she costume, party. costume party. Yeah, yeah. that's exactly mm-hmm. what it is. It's a themed production. Mm-hmm. It's not like, I mean, it is a cool deal when it comes to fashion because the de- it's the fashion designers who are working on these, but they're not making pieces not for like to Rihanna to no. wear to 112 Eatery. Right. I mean, it's like... I don't know where that came from. I don't either, but I will tell you. you want 112 Eatery. I do. If she walked in wearing that outfit, to 112 eatery. everybody would be staring at her yeah, they and not be. in a good way. And then in Minnesota, they'd be like, oh, oh that's, that's interesting. That's different. <laughs> oh, Ooh, oh, she looks that's neat. different. That's strange. <laughs> so Kim Kardashian West and Katy Perry, there's a photo of them. Kim's holding out her hand and Katy Perry is looking at her nails. There was um, a fan account on Twitter sharing these photos. And um, so then Kim clarified and said, Katie actually flew my nails on her plane over to me from L.A. LOL. They are just glued on. So I had to show her. So the story is Wait, whose nails were glued on. Kim Kardashian had these long glued on like press on nails, essentially. And the story is that Katy Perry flew the nails Mm -hmm. to Kim in New York on her plane. Mm -hmm. It is sort of like, you know, just everything in Hollywood is like this inflated reality. Right. So like if you are um, up north at the cabin Mm -hmm. and you realize, oh, my gosh, we forgot this. And you call your neighbor and Mm -hmm. you say, hey, you're coming up to the lake this weekend. Would you mind popping by the house and grabbing this and then driving it? Mm hmm. This is just a different version of that. Yeah, on on steroids. steroids. (laughs) That's exactly exactly it. Um, Mini dresses did have a moment at the 2018 Met Gala, Rihanna included, wearing a really sweet mini dress. All these crazy alien stories can't be true, can they? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Underneath this cool belted look, skirt, she looked so cool. Papal, mm-hmm. chic. It was really mm-hmm. cool. Yeah. It's I, a, the hat would bother me. It looked me. really heavy. I, I'm yeah, telling you, and like, uncomfortable, having maybe a worn a, a wig or two in my life, those things are heavy, and that's just hair. Imagine having a giant, I forget what they call that thing. The, there's a Oh, the headpiece. Yeah, there's yeah. a very specific word for it. I forget, too. If someone's Catholic, they can tweet us or let us know. Oh, look, I've got the internet right here. Oh, do 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 I did. What is it? Uh, it is called... Uh, the pa- papal tiara. No, oh, the papal there's tiara? another word. Mi- miter? Miter. Oh, a That's miter. That's what it is, yeah. Kate Moss was there. She made her first Met Gala appearance in a decade. She was wearing a little mini dress. Um, lots of Solange. Beyonce Knowles' sister was there, even though Beyonce wasn't. I, You know, that was, I was more fascinated by the um, people who you would expect to see who were not there. For sure. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like Beyonce and Jay-Z. Like Kanye. Kanye West. Yep. Kanye was um, working on his albums. Chrissy Teigen was not there and she has a good excuse. She was on her couch being pregnant, yeah. but she showed up in the best way possible on social media. She's so good. Yeah. She made a comment about like, she always wants to wear headpieces and yeah. no one ever lets her wear headpieces to anything. And then the one year that headpieces are in, she's not there. Yeah. She was just, she also rage. used a sweary. Otherwise I would have shared that on the, my talk uh, page because I was like, that is genius. I love you, but you swore. She swore. Kirsten Dunst and Jesse Plemons, welcome to Baby Boy. Congratulations. Congratulations. Bradley's, ex- uh, Bradley's especially excited I'm by this I'm really news. excited for baby news. <laughs> he thinks it's lazy. <laughs> no, I just think they're lazy. Not not that the people sharing the news are mm-hmm. lazy, Elizabeth. You think uh, yeah. they're lazy for having well, a baby? I just think like, no, no, no. Not for having the baby, mm-hmm. but like. Hi, my celebrity story of the day is look at my baby. Yeah, I mean, baby news is news. Like, we talk about what people are wearing. We should talk about the humans that they're birthing. But do you ever have those existential crises where you're just like, why do we talk about this? Do you ever have those? Yeah, like everything the Kardashians are doing. But the baby is the sacred thing. Babies are the one thing that should bring universal future. It's the future. The children are our future. future. Yeah. I'd rather see stuff about you having a baby or Colleen having a baby. That would be news, wouldn't it? (laughs) (laughs) That would be for a couple reasons. Would be news. Um, Comcast has made an unsolicited deal to buy Fox. Whoa! Yeah, they're speaking with investment bankers about obtaining bridge financing for an all-cash offer. They're apparently preparing to challenge. Disney's $52.4 billion deal to acquire most of Fox's film and TV assets. Mm. This is what Reuters is reporting today. This is a big deal. Uh, There's a media analyst who's predicting Comcast is going to make another run at Fox, in part because that deal, if it goes through where Disney buys it, it would give Disney unprecedented control over the legacy media landscape. I was going to say, we're talking about 21st century Fox, right? Well, we're talking about Fox. Yeah, I mean, it's all Fox. It's their film and TV assets. And then there's some things that would be separate. But it would include, so the combined film studios account for more than 40% of the domestic box office. That's Disney and Fox. And then Disney would control ESPN and Fox's regional sports networks as well, which would give it 
serious leverage in negotiations with pay TV companies, which explains why Comcast would want to get involved because they're going, wait a second. If you're going to be in control of all of these channels and you're going to say, no, we're going to charge you more Comcast to be able to air these on your cable networks. Comcast has a vested interest in having control over those prices. Although the idea of Comcast then owning the content that it's selling, it seems... See, does that really make it any better, yeah. right? I mean, because it's, it's just... Messy they're just going to raise the price for themselves. Could they? That's the question. And, and we'll pay it. Well, at the end of the day, I think what it means for us is we're going to be paying more. I ain't paying more. You know mm-hmm. why? Bye. Pulled Bye. the plug. Pulled that plug. Pulled. Cut it. Mm-hmm. Stuffed it. Plug. Put it down the drain. Uh, Zach Braff says that he might be interested in a Scrubs reunion. He's up for some kind of Scrubs reunion. Did you he guys watch Scrubs? Do, he needs to do something. Yeah. Uh, no, I wasn't a Scrubs fan. I wasn't either. Was that I like, don't want no Scrubs. Was, it was on NBC. <laughs> it was on NBC. Sarah Chalk was in it. It was a popular show. It was no, I, I remember that. I didn't love it either. Thank you for the dirt, Elizabeth Reese. Thank you, friend. You can catch your next dirt alert at 520. 651-641-1071. We need somebody to play the 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 seconds, five questions. Get them all right, you'll win a prize. We've got 30 seconds on the clock. We're going to ask you five questions. You get them all right, you will win a prize. And we do it every day at 1230 on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071. Streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer, and your 30-second pop culture challenge. 30 second pop culture challenge. Who is on the phone and what are they playing for today, Colleen? We've got Lori on the line. And Halls, what's Lori playing for today? She's playing for a pair of Fandango movie passes to see the movie Life of the Party. Yes. All right. The timer's going to begin after I ask the first question, young lady. Are you ready? Yes. Here we go. Willow and Jaden are the children of which celebrities? Will Smith and Jada Pinkett Smith. Super Bass is a song by which hip-hop star? No clue. Keisha. Nope. (laughs) I don't know. Destiny Hope is the real name of which celebrity? Pass. In the Harry Potter universe, people without magical abilities are called what? I have to pass. I'm, oh, I'm so sad, Lori. Lori, I'm sorry. Unfortunately, honey. you got one right. Yay. Um, and thank you for playing the 30 Second Pop Culture Challenge. We play it every day at 12:30 on the Colleen and Bradley Show. Now let's answer some of those questions. <clears throat> these, that were, she didn't th- get. these were not maybe the easiest tricky. questions, but hey, tricky. that's what you get here on the Colleen and Bradley Show because. We want you to be challenged mm-hmm. by life, not mm-hmm. just accept it willingly. Yes. Okay, Super Bass is a song by which hip-hop star? Nicki Minaj. In fact, I literally, after you asked that question, <laughs> opened up my <laughs> iTunes because I don't have it. I need to get it on a playlist. I love that song. Destiny Hope, I didn't know this, is the real name of which celeb? Miley Cyrus. In the Harry Potter universe... People with magical... I like to say things weirdly sometimes, and on the radio that doesn't always work. Mm-hmm. So, Harry Potter universe, people without magical abilities are called what? Muggles. <laughs> Drake got his start acting on what teen soap opera? Degrassi Junior High. Degrassi Junior High. Now, that was not the original, was it? No. Oh, yeah, it was. Because he... It would was have had it? to have been because he's Canadian. And the original is Canadian. Yeah, but it was the not like the two thousands Degrassi. Yeah, oh, it was okay. like the next generation. Yeah, exactly. Okay, fine. I'm really mm-hmm. old. 
You sure are. That's what you were really saying there. We just felt it. In Did our you hearts. grow up with the original uh, Degrassi, Colleen? Yes. Degrassi Junior High. Huh? I think we watched it on PBS. Yeah. Oh, my brother was yeah. in junior high at the time that that was on, and I was a little bit younger, but I would watch it with him, and I and I thought it was maybe preparation for what junior high would be like. Well, I will say Junior that, High is uh, one of the rings of hell, I'm pretty sure. Oh, God. Oh, it's so The disgusting. worst, right? Did Ugh. anybody have a good time in junior high? No, it's <sighs> horrible. Yeah, the, the, the like awful. four kids who were popular and the rest of us suffered. So awful. I feel like even the popular kids were probably suffering. No, it was bad for everybody. <clears throat> awful. Well, I can only speak for myself. <clears throat> so, um, I sorry. I was clearing my throat. Sorry. Oh, I was spitting out junior high. Now that we're done with the 30 second pop culture challenge, it's time for us to move over here and, and uh, solve some mysteries. And we do that in the form of blind items that Holly has brought to the table in a segment we call Blinded by the Item. Our blind items this afternoon from crazydaysandnights.net are basically about the middle school dance of the fashion world. Nice. It's the Met Gala. Yes. yes. Oh, I bet there were a torrent of blind items. Oh, yes. And they keep on coming. But I've selected three of them for us to try to decipher. Awesome. This afternoon. Our first blind item has to do with a former A-plus list singer. A former A-plus list singer is the subject of our first blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Here we go. This former A-plus list singer is playing down her being denied an invitation to the Met Ball, but she called in a million favors to try to get an invite, but Anna was having none of it. Interesting. Mariah? That's what I was... That's what, that was my guess. No, no, there is a clue in that blind item. Okay. Say it again. Hold on. Here's the blind item again. This former A-plus list singer is playing down her being denied an invitation to the Met Ball, but she called in a million favors... To try to get the invite, but Anna was having none of it. Gaga. Oh, yeah. Why wasn't she there? Because Anna Wintour did not want her to be there. That's why, why Bradley. Why? Because she would have hatched from an egg or something. Yeah, but I mean, of okay, so I mean, go with me. If you want people in crazy costumes, don't I mean, you want Lady she's Gaga? She's like the queen of crazy costumes. I mean, that's like, you know, having like fried chicken night and you ain't got no cub fried chicken there. I would be a little miffed. Mm, that's true. I'll fill in the blank for you on I this just blind item. Fried chicken, that's all. Sounds good. Yeah, it does. Uh, <laughs> Lady Gaga is playing down her being denied an invitation to the Met Ball, but she called in a million favors to try to get the invite. But Anna Wintour was having that's insane. None right of it. There. I'm really surprised. Yeah, that's another like glaring absence, right? So Kanye West, Beyonce, Jay Z, her. Lady Gaga mm-hmm. is the her I was talking about. All right, okay, moving on. Our next blind item from crazydaysandnights.net. Also from the Met Gala last night, we have two people in this blind item. An A-list singer and a former featured act on one of her songs. An A-list singer and a former featured act on Mm -hmm. one of her songs. Here's your blind item. A war of words last night between this A-list singer and a former featured act on one of her songs. Their feud has been going on quietly behind the scenes, but last night was one of the first times they had been in the same place for a long time. A couple of instances of some yelling directed at the A-lister. Hmm. Um, is one of them Katy Perry? Uh. A-list singer and former featured act. And not an A-plus list. No, just A. Just simply A. Um, 
so then it's not like a Solange Knowles because she's not a. really uh, A. Who else was there? Madonna, but There's it's not so Madonna because that's there. A plus. Well, oh, oh, is it Madonna? What? Ooh. Oh, yeah, hey, no, <laughs> Madonna ain't no A list. Anti lawyer writes the blind item yeah, and makes the judgments, not me. Later. Was it a okay? Was the other person a lady person? Was it Nicki Minaj? Because I could see that happening, right? Well, and allegedly it did. Let me fill uh-huh. in the blanks for you All on right. this blind item. A war of the words last night between Madonna and Nicki Minaj. Their feud has been going on quietly behind the scenes. But last night was one of the first times they had been in the same place in a long time. A couple of instances of some yelling directed at Madonna. Yelling? Okay, so... Who does Nicki Minaj think she is to yell at Madonna? Why do I feel like... Well, Nicki Minaj is not afraid of yelling at anybody, right? So there's that, first of all. Start there. Speaking of fried chicken, remember her old fried chicken necklace that we coveted? Um, anyway, but moving on. Um, but I, why do I feel like we've had a blind item about their feud before or something? There's been like some sort of bubbling up about about their feud or maybe well, I was dreaming it. Can I ask a question? Mm-hmm. Holly. Yes. Um, I almost want you to play this, but we probably don't have time because I just found this article. Nicki Minaj says she and Madonna have a secret at the Met Gala and people are assuming it's more music together. And then there's some interview of the two of them at the Met Gala. I was going to ask you, did people have any other thoughts about who it could be? Or it seemed like it was pretty much Madonna. And- it seemed like it was pretty much hmm. Madonna and Nikki. However, maybe the secret was their argument. That could be. It, it could totally be wrong. There was a brief interview on GMA. Madonna and I have a secret coming soon. Yeah. Again, maybe. That doesn't mean they're not. Um, getting along yeah. it means that they're just collaborating. Yeah. Now, again, this is a blind item. We don't know exactly who they were talking about. Hmm. So we can only speculate. Interesting. She said of Madonna, she's the queen of this bleep. Yeah. Well, well, she kind of is. Mm-hmm. All right. One more. Now, would you like to go fashion or would you like to go drugs? Drugs or fashion, fashion or drugs? Uh, drugs. Got drugs? Drugs? Okay. You can go fine? drugs. Sure. Let's do drugs. Fashion. Okay. <laughs> I'd rather do drugs. All right. Well, we will go with our druggy blind item. Right. From the Met Gala last night, here's your blind item. We have to think about an actor slash singer and the ingenue who sings. Okay. Two people, an actor slash singer and the ingenue who sings. Here's your blind item. The duo who did the most drugs during the Met Gala, not even waiting for an after party, was this actor-singer and the ingenue who sings, but has not had a hit in a bit. They were also all over each other. Hmm. Um, I, you know, at first, when I first think actor who sings, I first thought Donald Glover, because he's been in the news a lot, but it's not him. So then I thought Jared Leto. And who was he there with? Um, ingenue. That yeah, means somebody uh, without talent who probably. Oh, Lana Del Rey. Oh, okay. Interesting. Well, Say it again. Fill in the blanks. The duo who did the most drugs during the Met Gala last night, not even waiting for an after party, was Jared Leto and Lana Del Rey. They were also all over each other. They also looked like a hot mess. Oh, oh, they yeah. looked like they'd been doing drugs. I'm just saying. I mean, it's true. They're, they're, you have two eyes and you can see. Their facial expressions have that sort of vacant look on them. And on that note, uh, when we come back here on the Colleen and Bradley show, 
We're going to stick with this Met Gala business because I don't know if you know this. We weren't Everybody's invited. Everybody's talking about it. Everybody's talking about it, but we weren't invited. No, uh, we were not. In fact, uh, it turns out, as we learned in the blind items, there were some celebrities even that weren't invited. But mm-hmm. Bradley has done the research and he can tell you exactly how these people do get invited. If you want to go, I've got your ticket. All right. So Bradley's going to hand out tickets to the Met Gala after this on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. All right, so I didn't get invited to the Met Gala. I'm Bradley Trainer, And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game, and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. And I'm pretty sure you didn't either, right, Bradley? Actually, I was, but I had other things to do. Lies. I had to clean the firm. Oh, whatever. And, uh, Lies. But, you know, I did take a picture of myself on the red carpet. No, I know, though, a lot of people didn't get invited. It's true. A lot of people wanted to be invited to the Met Gala. Lady Gaga, she didn't get invited. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, there was actually a whole list of celebrities that didn't show up. Some of them probably because they didn't get uh, invited. Regardless, I now know that the ways you can get in. Okay, so Bradley's going to tell us on the Colleen and Bradley Show on MyTalk 1071, streaming live at MyTalk1071.com. Everything entertainment, Colleen Lindstrom and Bradley Trainer, the keeper of the keys of how we, too, can get invited to the Met Gala. So if you want to go to the Met Gala, I've got 10 ways you can get in. And um, uh, Are they legal? Anna was very kind enough to send me this list last night when I texted her. That's lovely. Anna Wintour, mm-hmm. that is, because we're besties. All right, first up, do you th- what are you smiling at? The, I just love the notion of you texting oh, you Anna Wintour and she sent you she just took a break from a busy Met Gala evening to text you the 10 ways you can get in. Mm, I note uh, a, a little bit of condescension and patronization oh, no. in your voice. Oh, no. Probably took her a while cuz she has a flip phone. True. True. She hey, had her assistant do it. Donate a boatload of money. That's oh. your first way to get into the Met Gala. Do you have a boatload of money? No. Mm-hmm. Holly what is the size of this boat? How big of a oh. boat are we talking? Oh, is this yeah. a toy boat that I would mm-hmm. maybe play with in the, like a rubber ducky size toy is boat? Is this like a, a sushi boat that I can fill with pennies? Ooh. Well, okay. Here's, if you're a rich person, there are two types of Richie McRicher pants that can make the cut for the Met Gala. The mm-hmm. first is you have to be people like Lizzie Tish. Do you know her? Um, she is very rich. Mm-hmm. Um, With a name like Lizzie Tish, I Lizzie get it. Tish, you got to have one of them waspy names. You're okay. like, I'm I'm Bunny McZorba Pants. Anyway, sh- you got to donate a lot of time and money to the Metropolitan Museum of Art. Okay, but then you can be part of like a fashion house, Richie McRicher Pants, like Yves Saint Laurent. Um, Bless you, uh, Yves Saint Laurent. <laughs> Seventy-five thousand to two hundred and fifty thousand dollars for a table, depending on the size and your relationship with Vogue. So that's your first way is you got to be Richie McRichard. Wow. Pants. Okay. Now, that's not, not you. going to work for me. Do you want to buzz or should I? Um, ah! Yeah, there you go. Okay. Next way to get into the Met Gala, hmm. you have to be an it, that is in quotes, it, actress, musician, sports star, or designer. Okay. It. Nope. So that's not me either. Are you an, no, you're not an uh... it. You are an it radio show host from noon to three on my talk 1071. Sometimes you look like Pennywise. That's true. What? Oh. What? I get it. Number three, it. work at Vogue. 
Do you mm. work at Vogue? No. Okay. Do you date someone super famous? Mm-mm. Do you want to sponsor the gala? Uh, is this going to require hey, another we boat can get my of- talk. We can get my talk to sponsor the Met Gala. How, like how much are sponsorship packages? Well, okay, we should look into that. So last year was Amazon who sponsored. Okay, I mean, we're not my Am- talk. We're kind of the Amazon of uh, Hubbard Broadcasting. Yeah, we deliver the pop culture knowledge. We're disruptors. To you. Yeah, True. right. Um, this year it was Moda Operandi. Who were they? My I talk Moda Operandi. I bet more people know my talk. Um, their various power players include uh, Aslog. Aslog. <laughs> Excuse me, that's his name. Oh my god! <laughs> it's A S L A U G. Aslog Magnus daughter. That's an Icelandic person. Creative director Taylor Tomasi. <laughs> oh my god! Can, Can you imagine <laughs> walking into a room? Hello, my name is Aslog. Oh really? Hi. How are you? And director, oh, that's actually a woman, because Magna's daughter, that's um, the Icelandic, you have the daughter at Mm -hmm. the end. And uh, anyway, I'm saying, if you're not an (laughs) (laughs) If your name is an Aslog, you're not getting in. That's a bummer. (laughs) Uh, Okay, number six, Uh ways to get into the Met Gala. Perform? (gasps) We could totally perform! We totally could! The three of us, in fact, are a uh, self-contained rock band. Mm Mm-hmm. We're known as Lower Darby, and we have but one song that we perform, and it is Love Shack. Love Shack, baby! I mean, Anna, we've got, we will bring the entertainment. Perform at the Met Gala, as okay. I said. Uh, we could do that. Or date the performer, I suppose. Yeah, actually, it does say, or date said performer. Um, <clears throat> on my list of ten things. Seven, mm-hmm. beg Anna Winter to let you buy a ticket. And how much is that going to set us back? Well, Kate Upton reportedly wanted to go to the Met Gala so bad that she, when presented with the opportunity to be in front of Anna Wintour, said, name your price. And Anna was like, okay, 25000 Kate Upton pulls out her pocketbook, scribbles a checkout for 25000 and she got in. I mean, bury the lead. Kate Upton carries a checkbook. I know, right? Wow. No, but she literally <laughs> Does did. Does Anna Wintour not take Venmo? Or, like, what's the deal? She doesn't have... She has a flip phone. Okay, seriously, when you're rich like this, you have a pocketbook. Well, yeah. you've got Do money. you really bring the checkbook everywhere? She does. When you're rich and you got money to spend... I think it's a metaphorical check. Mm. It says, Sports Illustrated model Kate Upton pulled out her checkbook... And paid $25,000 for one seat. She didn't even get to bring a plus one. I mean, how fun is this thing that you would pay $25,000? It's, it's because you, you are have to going be to be seen yes. by everybody. Because remember how I was giving you crap about the Kentucky Derby? I'm like, who mm-hmm. cares? Everybody cares. It doesn't matter why. It doesn't matter for what right. purpose. It's that everyone's eyes are on this in a way that gets... So if you're there, guess what? You get column inches ETA. and pictures. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Everybody's talking yes. about you. Everybody's talking Last about Last up, uh, two more options for you to get in. So far, your chances aren't looking very good other than the whole maybe we'll do a band thing, Colleen. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Be a celebrity publicist? I, mean, I feel like that's actually the easiest. That That is... We could do that. But I'm not even... Yes, we could... But I feel like that's going to be harder work than we think. Okay, well, I have one more way. Okay, why? This is a for surezies. If all else fails, yeah. this is your way into the Met Gala. Hmm. 
be a waiter. I thought you were going to say that. I was hoping you wouldn't. That we for sure could do. Because we've run a restaurant before. We did it. I didn't do it very well. But you know what? That We could do that. And, how cool would that frankly, be? And frankly, can I just say, that's how I want to go. Because I don't want all the expectation. No. I don't want all the eyes on uh-uh. me. I don't care. I want all the dirt. Yeah, I want, I want all to be stories. fly on the wall. I want to wear a nice little, you know, suit and carry around some nom noms, some nibbly nibbles, mm-hmm. and uh, go, you know, hey, Mister uh, Person who's famous, uh, would you like a little meatball? And then pretend like I'm not listening to their conversation about celebrity things. Would you not? I would walk around with a recorder, a recording device yes. on my person at all times. Yes. Not because I would share it, but because I'd need to go back and listen to it to see what I missed. Now, you have to be on the good side of uh, Anna Winter's private chef, Hank Tomaszewski, because he does oh, the hey, staff. Oh, I go way back? Yeah. I don't know him. It's fine. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, you guys, this juice cleanse that Donna and Steve from the 90 Noon show have been doing is going down in a blaze of glory. And Steve started it. Your cult leader, Steve Patterson, started it. We're going to share it with you after this. My Talk 1071. Everything. I'm kind of psychic. I have a bit sense. It's like I have ESPN or something. Entertainment.